what's good everybody oh my goodness the season is almost over can you believe that we made it to episode seven give yourself a round of applause this was the next season i'm gonna have i'm gonna have a round of applause just watch but anyway get ready for this uh i don't know if it's still baseball season so we're not gonna call this one a double play but we're going to call this like a part one, part two situation. I bet. Hey, Vandals. How you guys doing? I just wanted to plug in real quick. If you go to my link tree for the Vandal collection, you will find all things Vandal. Uh, starting with the Bonfire merch store that has some t-shirts and some coffee mugs. Uh, you don't have to use them for coffee, but you know. Anyway, you will also be welcome to join the email or chat group, whichever one works best for you. You can also find all of the platforms that this podcast streams on, and there is a special spot for requests and tips. Uh, so if you want daily messages of encouragement weekly or a framed copy of your favorite poem an original poem that will also be framed access to exclusive poems and merchandise or all of the above customized specifically for you please tap in i started off as a small egg hatched between my mother's legs into something so beautiful equal to learn so youthful Learning from everything around me, not knowing what I'd soon be, slowly crawling around and exploring, when the voice of God came roaring. I have some valuable information. You'll go through a transformation, from a caterpillar to a butterfly. But my dear, please don't cry, because this is for your own good, a reward for all that you've withstood. You'll have joy to replace your sorrow. You'll look forward to tomorrow. When you spread your wings, a beautiful bird will sing. You'll glide through the sky with your head held high. Without a care in the world, such an intelligently strong girl. All your dreams will come true. I'll teach you things you never knew. And everything you do will be great. According to my will, this is your fate. Why I can say that these are before and after poems is because... I think, if I'm not mistaken, 2013 was the year that I took a whole year off to write all these poems. <laughs> so from 2012 to the beginning of 2014, I wrote all these poems. It might have been 2000. No, that's about right. I'll say mid-2013 to early 2014. I wrote all these poems, like sporadically. That's why it's like over, it's over 50 by now. I, th I think when I counted and got 50, that was like when I wrote my book, which is like 2017. So I got an extensive collection that I, this is the process. I would wake up, smoke me a blunt in our joint, go in my living room, open the curtains, sit on my couch with my coffee 
Get my meditation music playing. And write whatever I needed to get off my chest. Now, when I wrote butterflies specifically, I could see me getting to this point that I'm at now. I always knew I would be here. Like, I knew in middle school. That's when I first knew I got shit to do. <laughs> Big shit, too. Like, whew. I knew with one of... It was one of my portfolio pieces that I had to write. That I was like, yeah. I'm gonna be a writer. This this is what I was I was meant to do. And then I, in sixth grade, was in this self-esteem girls only after school program and uh, one day we learned about poetry and the poem that we were introduced to was Phenomenal Woman by Dr. Maya and because of that I knew when I first heard that poem I was like I understood everything she was saying <laughs> Even though, if you really know that poem, she speaks very metaphorically, but I understood everything she was saying, and I just thought that was just, like, so beautiful, how she used the words that she used, and how they just flowed, and I was like, man, I want to do that, too, so the poem came first, and then the portfolio piece came like a couple grades later so sixth grade i got the poem i was like yeah i want to i want to learn poetry and then about i'll say about seventh grade i was like yeah i'm a writer <laughs> that's what i was sitting here to do i i don't know what i'm supposed to write but i'm a writer so yeah about middle school, I knew I was going to be exactly who I am right now, uh, to, for the most part. And God just continued to show me who I was along the way. Like, from middle school, I was like, yeah, that's what I'm supposed to do. In high school, that's when I tapped for real into my creativity and, like, how creative I can really go. Like, when I was a freshman, I was um, a part of the newspaper and a part of the yearbook team. Um, yeah, I think I put a short story in the first newspaper that we put out. And then for the yearbook team, I was um I was a photographer for sports so yeah but the thing is the one time that I was supposed to take the camera and go to a game I actually just went home and took pictures along the walk <laughs> So, like, you know, maybe, you know, sports isn't per se my thing. I'm definitely a nature photographer, outdoors photographer. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's when I really tapped into my creativity. Different aspects of 
creativity from building websites through MySpace and photography through school and, uh, you know, actual like putting together like articles and stuff. That's why I can successfully be a blogger if I really wanted to like put my time and energy into that. But the thing about blogging that I was just so over is trying to get traffic it's it's a long game and I really didn't have time for that. So I that I, I after high school that's when I started the blogging thing and I was just like this takes way too long. I don't like this process. So then I was like you know what I'm gonna just really tap into my poetic energy and that's how I came up with most of these like black renaissance that was probably the first poem that i actually wrote if you remember the story uh for a church youth event uh the way my heart is set up i wrote during that time uh picture big love addict butterfly does myself off and the one that is going to be in the next episode also were ones that i wrote during this stretch of just writing poetry now boy fuck you goofy and should i stay or should i leave those are actually new poems that i've written in the last six months so that's just to give you a hint of how my writing of poetry has changed <laughs> and the places if you really listen to them you can tell, and if you've really been following the podcast, you can tell that uh, that I've grown a lot and I've been through a lot. So for everyone who has made it this far, I thank you for going along with me on this journey. Whether you just started with the podcast or you've been with me since I was doing trying to do the blogging. <laughs> You know, we're a good 10 years into this for sure. So if you've been in in any part of this 10 years, I appreciate you wholeheartedly. My brain gives me no true rest. Always thinking of ways to be my best. I want nothing more than to live God's will. But at times I feel I don't fit the bill. I try my best to do what I know is right. Yet every day I work to keep my light bright. The devil wants me to believe I won't succeed, but I've listened to all that my elders heed. Thankful that they are still watering my seeds, helping me to pull up all of my unwanted weeds. This road in which I've been blessed to travel every day has always helped me become better in every way. See, I learn from mistakes, and they're not always mine. I know how coded life is and how everything is sublime. Enlisted into a war and only God knows when it ends. I awake ready for each battle because I know who wins. I'm no ordinary soldier. I don't tote guns and kill others. I'm here to educate the children and console mothers. To help the homeless and push the political envelope. To motivate the citizens and give the people new hope. I live wholly by faith because there's nothing in sight. Knowing there will always be relief for my plight. I simply treat people as we all would like to be treated. I know how our time can seem as though it is fleeting, especially when we are not on track with our destiny. Nothing, not your mind, body, or soul is in harmony. I used to be stuck in some deep, dark places. 
Then I put on my shoes and tied the laces. Took off running towards the savior of my soul like a running back in the Super Bowl. I am better than I used to be, much wiser than the old me. It took some time for me to see it was necessary for me to scrape my knee. I had to fall in order to get back up. I had to spill my soul in order for God to fill my cup. Although my dreams still seem so far away, I know he's with me every step of the way. And as long as I know that, everything is okay. It doesn't matter what the devil has to say. I trust the Lord to supply my every need. He always makes his way into my social media feed, reminding me to stay in faith and have courage. I never have to worry about divorce in our marriage. So I advise you to stay in communication with Jesus. No matter what they may say, only he can guide us. For he is the light, the way, the truth, and the life. He is the bridegroom, and I am his beautiful wife. I am confident in him no matter how much they scoff. I just keep my head held high and dust myself off. So, I struggled with this calling because I really wanted to be an entrepreneur because I feel like I never wanted to work for anybody else. Nothing about working ever was like, you know what? That's what I want to do. No, I've always want I've always wanted to be in business for myself, be in charge of my everything. That's why I made sure that when I picked my publishing companies, I would maintain a hundred percent of the copyrights. That I got majority of the royalties. Like I really negotiated things and uh, only signed with people that you know i was really gonna get my money worth now do i wish i would have been able to get a agent and sign with a publishing company of course that would have been ideal but that just wasn't in the cards for me apparently because when i first wrote my book uh the power of prayer oh lord i sent wrote and sent about I'll say 50 quarry letters. And if you don't know what a quarry letter is, a quarry letter is like a, it's kind of like a cover, a cover letter to a resume. It's something you write with your manuscript that hopefully makes a, a agent wants to sign you to their list of authors. And I got half of them back as I was not a good fit for their list. And that is what made me say, you know what, fuck it. I'm just going to self-publish. And I did. A couple times, actually, because there's actually two versions of the book. A lot of people don't know that. So if you have a copy of the first version, you now have literally a classic and a one of maybe a hundred so it that first book is very rare i mean the second book is still in printing but i don't i don't have a lot of sales because the people who have read the book love the book but they do not talk about it after they read it 
I don't think, well, I know one person for sure has shared it with someone else and bought another one because when they gave it to that other person, the other person didn't give it back. So they literally made an effort to buy another one because they love the books that much. Like, so I, actually that same lady is the reason why I'm an official Newberg legend. So shout out to Miss Gloria. She's a real supporter of me as a poet, as a writer. So I really appreciate her. But I, I haven't always had that kind of support. And that has really been a lot of my struggle. Because it's like, if the people that have been seeing you write all your life and know that you've been writing all your life don't support you, that's not a lot of motivation. You know, so in this journey, I've learned that <laughs> it's the people who don't know you from Adam and Eve that will support you harder, stronger. And that has really changed my life. Even to the day, it's changed my life a whole lot. And another part of the struggle is having to be the only investor. Now, don't get me wrong, I have no problem being that, but it's just like, if nobody else is investing in you, that makes the investment that you make in you kind of like null and void. It's just like you bought some shit, okay? If you don't make no profit from it, are you really... You just, you just spend some money, <laughs> you know? It's not really an investment if you didn't make money off of it, right? So it's like, I've made some money from selling books. Yes, I have. That's why I still try to push it when I can. But I'm trying to be more consistent with it. But like I said, people don't do what I ask them to do. I literally ask them in the thank you cards and the signings when they text me and say they love it, like go to Amazon, leave a review. That's going to, you know, but people don't do the simplest things like that. Like even when I was a, a vlogging, nobody really shared or liked or I don't even think most of them even read the blogs and it's like, it was good stuff. I, I make good content. I know that I do because of the strangers that have, you know, been supportive of my work, let me know that I know <laughs> I do good pieces. So it's like, again, if the people who are sitting there at your table, at your house, watching you write a poem, right? Watching you work on your blog, like watching you put your shit together and then don't support it. It's like, why the fuck are you here again? You know, why do I fuck with y'all? That's why my friends that I was telling y'all about and uh, the way my heart is set up and should I leave or should I stay, those friends, <laughs> they, they mean the most to me because they are the most supportive. Like, I just wrote a poem last night and they are the only people who are ready and they were so supportive, so encouraging, so just, you know, they let me know that, girl, you you got bars type, you know, so that's so encouraging. And I'm so glad that I've gotten past those stages of my life where I was unsure of myself and doubting myself and 
stressing about how I was going to pay for everything and how I was going to fund my different ventures. And it's like, now I'm just putting in the work and in the time. That's how we got here to this podcast. Because this is actually not even my first podcast. The one before was called Not Your Usual. So, I don't know if I told y'all this or not. But, your girl wrote a book. I know, right? I know. It's called The Power of Prayer by Jasmine Vandal. Please look into it it's a love story about a boy named prayer who falls in love with a girl named patience and i mean just listen to the names it was a blessing for them to know each other because can you really have one without the other yeah i didn't think so so like i said get into it let me know what y'all think i love to hear y'all's feedback leave a review do it up Now, (laughs) where I am right now has no comparison to any of the stages I've been before because I'm finally... Now, I told you in the beginning of this season, I was about to move to Atlanta. Now, I just found out that, I mean, I would have found a very active and stable poetry situation when I got down there called Poetry on Peter. So shout out to them. I just actually got to experience them Monday, uh, which was, oh my God, it was such a fucking vibe. Oh my gosh. I wish I could have actually documented that because when I say it was fucking fire, it was fire. And if you've never got to experience poetry with a live band, oh, it's life-changing. I can't wait to actually do it. Like, be the person spitting a poem to the music. I can't wait for that to be my time. But I was nervous and wasn't really sure about it this time. I always got to see it first. Except for the living room. It was just... I, I guess I was already seeing it first because I was, like, watching through social media. Like, so I already kind of knew I was getting into it. But I didn't know a lot about Portrait on Peter. That shit was fire, so... But at the same time, I'm so much better off because I stayed because the group, like I said, the group of friends that I have right now, I would not change them for anything in the world at this point in my life because they're so encouraging, so motivating, and everybody has their own path, but we just all come together so freely and it's just always a vibe it's always fun this is the group of friends that I've been trying to have my whole life because the ones I grew up with were nothing like me but these girls are nothing like me but like me all at the same time like we have the same interests as in that's what you know like we like to do the same shit we were like going in the same directions on so many levels that it's it just hits different And then to actually have people who know me for my poetry is just so mind-blowing. So, I would love for you guys to follow 
both of the social media pages for the podcast, which is the Vanda Collection TikTok with underscores between each word and same name on Instagram, no underscores. Uh, you can also get the podcast wherever you stream podcasts. I know for sure that it is definitely on Anchor and slash pot, uh, Spotify. It's also on Apple and Google Podcasts. It's on iHeartRadio. It's on Amazon Music. It's on Pocket Cast. If you go to my link tree, you can also get, uh, you know, links to all the platforms that it's on, especially if you go under the Spotify one, the Spotify link, then you definitely can see all of the places that this podcast streams on. So please subscribe. I love to get feedback. So follow me on social media or you can leave a message via the podcast. I will respond to as many as I can whenever possible. So don't be surprised if later on I just do bonus content for those questions and feedback. So, again, I thank you guys for listening. Share. If you know anyone who can relate, please send it to them. Thank you, guys. Just a recap of the stages of this journey. I knew I was going to be a poet when I was in sixth grade because I heard the poem Phenomenal Woman. I knew I was going to be a writer because of seventh and eighth grade-ish time frames because of the portfolio pieces that I wrote. I knew that I was going to be a great writer when my English teacher in high school like pretty much made it his point to tell me you're a great writer never let go of that pretty much and this was when I was in high school senior high school my senior English teacher told me you're an awesome writer keep doing it so that was like bad for me (laughs) and then when I graduated high school I was like you know I always knew that I needed to have a backup plan so business was always my backup plan so I went to school for business that didn't work out either time and the time in between the two times that I tried to go well it was after I tried to go to school for business and do that whole journey that I was like you know what let me really put in the energy and the time and the effort for my poetry and I took a whole year off of networking and wrote most of this collection that you're going to get over the next few seasons like I wrote most of these so it's extensive and it keeps growing (laughs) especially now that I'm actually back into uh writing yeah it's growing more and more every day so it's it It'll probably be well at a hundred or more by the end of this year for sure. But um yeah, so I'll say uh, I try to go back to work because I was like, I need the money to fuel all these ventures that I wanna do. So um 
I started blogging in the meantime, in between time, and that was stressful, stressful because it's a click-based thing. And if you don't get those clicks, your blog is just you writing your thoughts out loud. <laughs> Pretty much. So I was like, listen, I might as well just not. So, um... Once that didn't go as I planned, I wrote my first edition of my book, uh, The Power of Prayer and stuff. I tried to get an agent, like I told you, that didn't work out, so I self-published it. And I had like a small little book signing with my family, and that went well. It was, you know, it was okay. Uh, I, like I said, I don't get real reviews back, so you'll never know. But <laughs> people have told me it's a good book. But does it really count if the author is telling you that? Exactly. It would be so nice if these people who've actually read the book actually... Anyway, we're not going to get back into that. So... That was an okay process. And I was like, so this ain't the thing. Let me try another thing. So after that, I tried to do the the spoken word a little. Not not nearly as much as I've done it this year alone, like I told you a couple episodes ago. Um, no, I did about <laughs> three shows in a couple years. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll say from the middle of one year to the middle of another year, I did three shows. Now, in this year alone, since March, I've done uh, about six. So, do the math. Um, <laughs> and, that's, and that's just the beginning. Because now I have people who actually want to listen to my poems. So, I will actually definitely be performing more so after i tried that and that didn't work i really was only doing it then to sell copies of my book so maybe that's why i didn't work as well <laughs> uh but yeah so that's how i tried spoken word the first time that didn't work either so i was like eh, well you know let me try photography again like i said in high school i was the photographer for the um I was a photographer for the newspaper and for the yearbook. So I have photography experience, like real, you know. So I did that for summer 2021. I did that for about summer of 2021 and then my little cousin got killed and that just threw me for a loop so I let that go and then 2022 I was in the rebuilding of myself and getting my like you know confidence up I had got into my first relationship which wasn't bad but it wasn't what I have now at all in the slightest so you know I took that learning experience and now we're in 2023 and I am exactly where I have been trying to get for at least 10 years 
so that is the last decade of my life uh i hope you guys are ready for the season finale We are one episode away from the season finale. Can you believe that? There's one episode left in this season, you guys. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm going to cry for staying this long. I really appreciate it. Please stick around for the last episode. It's going to be a banger. Thank you. On that note, y'all know I gotta let y'all know. It's always a great day to be a vandal. To leave your mark everywhere you go, be a blessing.